0: Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Laura Freeman. Laura Freeman joined Schnuck Markets in early 2016 as Chief People Officer, leading the human resources area, which includes HR services for all 15,000 plus teammates. Laura is a member of the company's senior management team, reporting directly to Todd Schnuck, Chairman and CEO. Laura came to Schnuck Markets with more than 30 years of experience in human resources, talent management, and organizational development from her work with Fortune 500 companies. Her expertise includes developing and implementing HR strategies that support business plans as well as operational objectives. Well, good afternoon, Laura. Welcome to the show. Good
1: afternoon. Happy to be here.
0: Absolutely, Laura. This is awesome. You know, Typically, I, I traverse the globe talking to many, many people, in the C-suite, all the way down to technologists, right? Because the platform's kind of focus on tech, but we focus on a lot of leadership uh, guests that have come on the show. And we're going to talk a little bit about your background uh, this afternoon. And I, again, do appreciate your time. So Laura, jumping right into the questions, you've got quite the career in human resources, a senior executive, and now you're the chief people officer at Schnook Markets. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you?
1: Yeah, sure. So when I think back on my career, there's really two things that come to my mind. Um, The first is I was always open to opportunities and sometimes they were within my field and sometimes they weren't. And I always said, what can I learn from this opportunity and what can I take with me, you know, kind of to to go along, to get to some of my end goals that I really wanted. And um, I just rarely said no to anything um, that was put in front of me. Sometimes it was challenges that I found out at the end I really appreciated. Um, The second is always to keep learning, Um, spend time talking to people outside of just your your normal uh, area of influence and really get to learn other areas, whether it's in a business or other things, Um, join community events that maybe you wouldn't usually join, Um, open your your social circles to different opportunities. And for me, I've always had that ever learning attitude of, you know, just always, always learning. Um, There's always something else to learn. And then when I think about what inspires me, so today I work in the supermarket industry and I always tell people that we're in the people business. We just happen to sell groceries. And I truly believe that with all other industries too, that, you know, you're truly in the people business and something that really inspires me um, and it has for years and years is, really helping others um, with career growth, but also their personal growth, you know, with, with understanding who they are, what their brand image is, and what are some of the things they want to accomplish professionally, um, whether I am a sponsor to help them, a mentor, a coach, or even a sounding board. You know, just seeing others get excited about who they are and their growth, um, personal and professional growth, that's that's what makes my job and, and who I am just just so inspi- inspirational for me.
0: Thank you. And at the end of the day, and I've talked about this with hundreds of guests on the show about how people truly is the core reason why they do what they do. And, and it's obviously no different in your role as a chief people officer. Right. So thank you again for sharing. That's awesome. So Laura switching questions um, here, what was the single biggest business decision you had to make during the first year of the lockdown pandemic? And how different is your business strategy now?
1: Yeah, so this is a little tactical, but as you would think, um, even today and before the pandemic, safety of our of our teammates and our customers is always like the top on the list. And when when COVID hit, the pandemic hit, there was a lot of uncertainty. We we didn't really have a playbook. In you know, our teammates were concerned. You know, they were essential workers. But we didn't really have a roadmap of making sure, you know, how do we keep them safe and, you know, and every day it was changing. I mean, sometimes we changed policies every single day or we put up new barriers or we changed something in the store to ensure certainly their safety, but also our customer safety. But one of the things that we did, um, a business decision, is we set up a resource line. Um, we called it the, the, the COVID resource line, and now it's just a teammate resource line. But we we started it about four weeks after the pandemic hit. And it was manned by teammates that had been trained, but it was seven days a week, 12 hours a day, where teammates could call in and say, hey, I have these symptoms, what should I do? Or, hey, what should I look for? I have um, somebody at home that has these we gave them resources and pointed them to the, to the answers they needed. Um, they also talked about, well, what benefits are available? You know, now that I've come down, what 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 am I able to get? You know, to help sustain that that you know um, being paid and things like that. So I can tell you, even today, we still have it going. In it, it's matured, but it's been something that our teammates have just said it, it, it's something that we couldn't have done any better. And from a support perspective, and made them feel at ease as best as we could. And so with that, you know, when I think about the business strategy today, this is at a little bit higher level. There's really a couple of things that come to my mind again. One is um, the agility that we had to have. You know, um, we're not a tech company, so sometimes the supermarket industry moves in a little bit slower pace, I think, but we had to be very agile. Like I said, we didn't have a roadmap and we had to make decisions very quick. We worked in an area of very a lot of ambiguity. We didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. We didn't know what the the status of some of the things were happening. And so you know we really learned to be very agile as an organization too. And the other thing that really came to light was communication. And we we thought we were pretty good at communication, but what we found out in that circumstance that how do we get better communication, better two-way communication from our teammates all the way down? And we have have about 15,000 teammates and 11,000 of them plus don't have email. So it's not just sending an email out. But we really had to think, what's the best way to communicate? And we did a couple of things within the store. One of them was called Schnook Feed, where we could communicate to them I mean in, in the instant. And then we could also get uh, information back up. We also did what we called the bridge, where we um, were able to tap into some of our other platforms that we had that we could get feedback from our teammates and also send their. So I think really agile, being much more agile than we'd ever been before, but even understanding how important communication was and where we lacked on that two-way communication. And for that, we're much better as an organization today.
0: That's awesome. And again, something that resonates through this pandemic is is how we took care of our employees, the communication, setting up the tools, going above and beyond to make our employees feel uh, comfortable and and taking the anxiety out out of everything, um, appreciate that so much. So Laura, we're, we're a technology platform here. Are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your organization? And if not, maybe there's a cool tool or app that you've found very useful.
1: Yeah. So uh, this is really, um, we have a great technology uh, department and they're always looking at the next newest things. But one thing that's really helped, not only from our store perspective, but also from our teammate perspective is we have a robot called Tally. And we have now put Tally in every single one of our stores. And it's really cool because it knows when cut where customers are and it'll stop and it'll turn around and things like that. But what, what Tally does for us is it counts our inventory. So it goes up and down each of the aisles and it looks at where we have outs, where they need to reorder things. Is it outs in the warehouse? Is it just outs in reordering to the stores which are where we get nightly, um, deliveries um or in in why this is so great is that we had teammates doing this work and they spent honestly hours going up and down and it's not the most exciting work to be honest and so when our teammates were super happy because they are like wow well, I don't have to do that we're they're doing things now that are much more customer focused and catch more, uh, more customer interaction too so that they were really excited about that and it really just provides More value add to really what they do every day, even though it's real important for us to understand our inventory and our outs. But now having Tally do that, it's just freed our teammates up to do things that are much more engaging for them. The other um, technology, I guess, that we're using, and this was really brought on for our customers, and it's called the Schnook Reward App. Um, And certainly um, most uh, retail organizations have a reward app. But what we found with this with our teammates is that we put more on than just the reward part of it for our customers. Um, On our app, whatever store you're in, our our teammates can... um, in the app, it shows where things are within the store. So it not only helps them from a stocking perspective, but also when customers come up and ask, "Hey, where is this?" If you're in the produce department and you don't know maybe something in what we call our center store area, you just look up the app. Oh yeah, it's on. It, it's not only the aisle; it tells you what, where it is in the aisle, and at what um, what level it is. You know, the first shelf, second shelf, third shelf. So that has been a tremendous help. In addition, what we found is it's, it's also an additional kind of reward um, uh, tool for us. So what we do is we load um, teammates um, with reward points. And so we have certain values um, that we run our organization by. And when they show them to customers or things like that, a manager can go ahead and load points on their rewards. In addition, we also, when we get new products in, we have them have free samples. So we can load, hey, you get a free sample of this uh, new mac and cheese we're trying or this new sample of this new sparkling water we've, we're putting on our shelves. And we found that that's been great because one is they get to test new products, but then they once they do, they go, oh, yeah, that's a great product when they talk to our customers. So those are two fun things that we've done with technology.
0: That's awesome. And we talk about that today is the technology, the innovation, you know, we can as- essentially assign that those mundane lower level routine tasks to the technology so we can have our employees engage at those higher level tasks. And I love that's a perfect example. And and to be honest, I've traversed just about every industry. I think this is the first time I talked to somebody <laughs> about uh, the grocery store and how the tech is impacting that. So that's just amazing. Thank you again, And Laura, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in human resources or leadership?
1: Yeah. So the first in growing a career in HR, one is you don't have to be in the field to HR to move into HR. You know, sometimes people feel, oh, I have to only come up through that. And that's not it at all. Um, I've worked and I have many people on my team. um, A lot of them have come from our stores, but, you know, there's so many you know, cross skill sets that that you can bring into HR. So that's one thing is that, you know, if you have an opportunity, um, don't think, oh, I don't know if I have the skill sets because you probably do. The other is there's lots of different areas within HR. Um, We have talent acquisition. We have total rewards. We have talent development. Um, Go out and talk to people in these certain fields and ask them, what are they doing? What are some of the skill sets they're finding that are most important? One of the most growing areas for us is HR analytics. Um, HR analytics has really proven to be a, a great stepping stone for HR when you think about measurement, because a lot of times HR, oh, they're just soft measurements. Well, with HR analytics, it truly helps us be at the table talking in business terms and really show the ROI on investment. And certainly the people side of the business, there is great investment. So now we even have even greater tools when we talk about HR analytics, but, you know, just get out there, understand what we do, um, understand your, the business too. You know, if you're interested in HR, learn the business side too, because both of them are very important. And when I think about leaders, and, and you know, leadership has really transformed. I think, um, you know, even through the pandemic, now I think some of the leadership skills, such as being more empathetic, um, that has been just brought to the surface much more than it ever has. Um, bringing teams together and crossing over areas. I know, at least for us, sometimes we were more siloed. And, you know, over the past couple of years, we've known that we have to work across areas and have cross-functional teams. Um, You know, a leader understands, you know, about taking care of employees and about taking care and being involved in the communities that they operate and how important that is. And with that, you know, all around diversity, equity, inclusion, and and that sense of belonging is just so important for leaders to truly understand today. And then the other is, you know, talk to talk to find the leaders that you respect, understand where you know their strengths are and where their opportunities and what they find important too. Um, observe their behavior. That's another way. Also, do a self assessment on yours. And like I've said before, commit to personal development and continuous learning, because I truly believe you don't ever arrive at a position or ever arrive being a leader. It's always continuous learning and being better at what you do today and also in the future.
0: Laura, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing your experience, your gems, and it's certainly going to resonate with somebody here in our global audience. So thank you. And Laura, it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon.
1: Great. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye for now.